Do you think Michael Corleone would push Kay to get an abortion if the ultrasound revealed that their kid in the making was a gender fluid hermaphrodite? Kay says, It's a hermaphrodite, Michael. I know how much you really wanted a boy to carry on your sacred Sicilian seed. I'll just book a contract here with Planned Parenthood tomorrow. Don Juan Guido, don't bother sending a car for me. I've seen how this movie ends before. Besides, how does a hermaphrodite as the head of the five families even work? Do all the other thuggish killers and Armani coming to the gender-fluid godfather's office to kiss he-she's cock ring or just suck off she's latest wallpaper collections of gender-fluid pink ziti recipes on Pinterest. Can I get a holla for the gender-fluid godfather? Holla! Thank you! Very much! You want to talk... Feeling older than AIDS. I just met a bartender in Arizona who never heard of Van Halen before. I said, have you tried Sammy Hagar's tequila yet? I hear it goes down Van Halen light. Bartender says, who's Van Halen? I said, the reason why I use my five-year-old son as an air guitar appendage to dance my Friday night's away. Holla! Hair metal comedian lives. Thank you very much. New ideas for Louis C.K. shirts to sell at his comedy shows. Besides the one that says, sorry. Which is smile-inducing first idea funny at best. Got wipes. Holla! Sticky life. Boom shakalaka. Full of yucks, booyah tribe, hornier around hacks, and get a grip, you no-name bitch. Holla! You want to be take included. Thank you very much. <laughs> Alexa, why is Jordan Peterson considered an authority on personality when he doesn't have one to begin with, Alexis says, Jordan Peterson is considered an excellent speaker because of his encyclopedic knowledge of mythology and literature. Plus, he'll inspire you to become the king of sober media so you could feel on a higher, more morally exalted existence than he ever could. Ha! Because you personality, and he doesn't. Ha! Thank you very much. I replied to Alexa, so I should buy into the myth that Jordan Peterson is a personable speaker? Speaking in his ultra clip tone for referencing other people's ideas without referencing their best quotes on goodreads.com first? Ha! Look, I read 12 Rules to Life and liked it plenty, but I'm not going to go out of my way. I'm not going to throw my freaking vertebrae out to suck off the speaking prowess of a man who goes out of his way to show what an objective 
scientific-minded thinker he is by calling Hitler the antithesis, the very opposite of a fake news genius on the Joe Rogan podcast. And not just a fast-talking crowd. Breath, hyped on crystal meth, who teamed up with the Muslim Brotherhood in Palestine to exploit the Jews are the root of all evil motif for all it was worth. Because back in the day, the only white-collar profession of post-World War I for the Hebrews involved the charging of interest, which is outlawed by the Quran. Conveniently enough, Google it. Personally, I would have been screwed either way back then because I recently had to Google how many zeros are in a trillion after my daughter asked me. Later, my daughter says, Daddy, are you financially illiterate? Is that why you call yourself a degenerate Jew? Because you have to count your fingers? You have to count your fingers, Daddy, for simple arithmetic? <laughs> or under the table while figuring out if I got blackjack or not? Holla! Unholy Father. Thank you! Very much! Shake Shack is off the list! 30 bucks! For two medium suck, deep-fried shroom burgers with melted Munster cheese inside and a root beer that is medium annoying that I regret instantly. Remind me of the fact that it's all root beer is medium suck for a reason. <laughs> While doing my best to make my year without beer as uh, stimulating as humanly possible on my fucking palate. <laughs> While failing miserably with, the with root beer at the time. <laughs> cheese fries were good, but not worth 30 bucks either. In this world, something for sale is either medium suck or absolute greatness. Holla! At the same time, medium suck is a nicer way of saying it doesn't suck around the clock without fail either. Holla! Bill Hill in the comments. Rock on. Thank you! Very much. For example, all hard seltzers regardless of them being black cherry or mango flavored are medium suck. Do the hard seltzers take a weighty edge off your burnt out brain? A tad. But they also make you feel like a hollowed out coke whore. More concerned with calorie counting than soul replenishing delight. Holla! And you know Juliet Lewis and that show, Yellow Jackets, would never waste your time with them either. Holla! And that means you've got a gaping, way bigger pussy than Juliet Lewis does. Holla! Medium suck. Thank you very much. How much money did the uh, Mr. Groper administration give the Ukraine today? You think Hunter was the smartest guy on Shark Tank who convinced Mark Cuban to invest $30 more billion into Hunter's new energy drink company in the Ukraine that's selling fermented borscht as the new kombucha. Holla! Shishi bitch dad lives. Thank you very much. This is an impression of my wife, Dawn Caring. I don't want to share my wine with you. I say, whatever. If it's a gift from your hospital, it's probably medium suck anyway. The last pink rosé you got from work was worse than medium suck. Instead of two-buck chuck, they should have called it, Fuck this sucks. Holla! The only fun part was deciding the extent 
of your alcoholism after you avoided chucking it after the first sip in a seamless, zero, hesitative manner, medium sock. Holla! Why do employers even bother to send notification, any notifications about not moving forward with your job application? Unwanted advances or acknowledge when your forward presence is dismissed already with seething silence in the first place? <laughs> like waiting 48 hours for a return tax <laughs> from a, a gay food writer who wrote a book on James Beard after you uh, tickle his balls a little bit on Instagram and then you say, and you read an article that he did that was about how called Your Food is Gay, which is a really awful title, but I indulged it anyway. And one of James Beard, I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. I'm writing a book, Kosher Comedians. I could use some freaking you know, boosters on my behalf, God forbid. And then I read the article, and then he talks about how he grew up in San Francisco, and there was this gay couple, and this one guy was like a stay-at-home dad, and he was gay, so he was treated with this dismissive disgust, so I could identify with that. And But the main gist of it, so I said, yeah, I can relate, because I'm a stay-at-home female slayer comedian myself, used to be treated like a resurgent herpes sore on the spot. Holla! Inside the house and out, at large, as a whole, with my kids, who, and we're random people. Like, Why is your kid so happy? They get so aggravated. I said, funnier dad, happier baby. Holla! Gay about being me in such a fucking hardcore, hilarious heap. Suck on a weep. Long time! Holla! Hey, male comedian. Slays on. Thank you! Very much. But yeah, in that article, there's also this mention of how chefs today that they don't want to advertise the fact that they're gay. They don't want their their work to be identified being gay. They don't want that to be perceived as like the lion's share of their identities. I'm like, yeah, I, I would like to write a follow-up article for that. John Birdsall called Macho Man My Balls. Holla! Or Anthony Bourdain at Trans Leanings too. Holla! Or so much for flaunting it, baby. Holla! With the follow-up point, which is that all these chefs are also faggy for shying away saying, yeah, I'm into the deck more than the bush. But what's all said and done, Mario Cantone is not killing a cow and Nathan Lane is not racking up more buckets of freaking Tonys because of their homosexual track record at fucking Equinox on their downtime and uptime all at the same time. Holla! Funny enough, thank a lot till the end of time. And I feel fine. Holla! R.E.M. lives. Thank you! Very much! So yeah, unwanted advances are acknowledged when your forward presence is dismissed with seething silence in the first place. We will not be moving forward with your application. In other words, fuck off, American gigolo, and find some ugly gay dude like John Burzell to suck out your white privilege by the dumpster in Times Square that's full of non-biodegradable mass to wipe up with. If you're a free-bone freak who doesn't want to stain your kinetic flex genes in the process, holla for being a man and a half, the other half, for knocking women out.
in the sack when he used to bang chicks on a regular basis, semi-regular basis. It was at least like a pursuit or focal point of my fucking existence in L.A. Holla! Those were the days! Holla! Shemale Slayer Comedian lives. Thank you! Very much! So, I've had enough about talking about John Birdsall, writer of the James Beard book. I would develop sustained stiffage if you're capable of being a flippant, funny, witty gay guy, but you're not. Sorry. Holla. Joan Rivers wouldn't drench her seat on fashion police in your presence ever. So go woke yourself, John Birdsall. Holla. Thank you very much. But we appreciate your interest enough to apply on LinkedIn without taking the time to craft a personalized cover letter. But your burning desire to work with such talented, passionate people who gave up on topping the moviegoer by Walker Percy or Confederacy of Dunces for the privilege of working on a team such awe-inspiring brand builders Despite our creative technologists, copywriters, and content strategists having nothing to do with the actual creation of the businesses we overcharge to get them more followers on Instagram. Holla! I think his name is John something tool. He wrote Confederacy of Dunces. He was fucking hilarious. Holla! This one's for you, bud. Thank you very much. We have an update for you. Let me catch my breath. Oh, so you're not moving forward with my application. So, um, medium suck in your eyes? Holla! Fine, I can deal with it because you're a no-name marketing firm in San Diego, which isn't throwing its weight around Times Square billboards last time I checked either. Life coaches and gurus in La Jolla don't make the final cut in the world of big city advertising either. Look, you're not the first company to medium suck. At Star Search, either. Ed McMahon lives. Ha! Lone Blue Nuts punches on. Thank you very much. Counter Bully Intelligence, you're welcome. Holla! Pete Townsend lives. Like Townsend, I could see for miles and miles, but not interested in that sort of a vision when doing opposition research for Pizzagate conspiracy theorist on soapy bottoms and nothing to see here. Move on.org. Ha! Teenage Wasteland! Bob O'Reilly lives. Thank you very much. Why can't bullies just be branded as pure assholes? Or why can't bullies just be branded as pure anusholes? Holla! Counter-bully intelligence. Just about to get warmed up and reach .com 5 real fast. Holla! Thank you very much. Why must we look at kid bullies, especially... As low self-esteem losers, because those ten-year-old mean girls 
groups are confident enough to create organized takedowns of your friends on TikTok without fearing any hardcore retaliation in return, then I think it's a stretch to claim that they're suffering from low self-esteem issues, similar to Hillary Hammer Time Chemicals, claiming that half of her destroyed emails under subpoena were yoga-related, while the other half detailed funeral arrangements in the woods outside the Chappaqua State in case Chelsea's fiancé decided to increase his asking price to Bill at the last sack. Obama using the death of school children in Texas to remind the world on Twitter about George Floyd Appreciation Century, an attempt to bully the do-nothing Democrats to do something about gun control or to put pressure on the NRA to stop choking one out to Red Dawn at the NRA Expos at the NRA convention in Texas this year proves he isn't strapped with a gun-shy, adverse personality versus, let's say, know your role and shut the fuck up already the way ex-presidents about too much to boast about should do like Jimmy Carter sticking to carving alphabet blocks in Farsi, for instance, holla! And again, America, Ghana, France, England, Germany, all my worldwide adoring fans on SoundCloud, I feel ya, can go viral already. What the fuck was Obama's great accomplishment exactly? Rebranding ISIS-ISIL so they sound more startup-friendly in the New York Times? Holla! Colbert, sucking a long time. Thank you! Very much! The same Obama be bad who spied on journalists, the Trump campaign, who also fetched the IRS and the Tea Party to ensure they didn't receive tax exemption status, isn't a man who shows the making of a bully with lower self-esteem issues than Chaz Bono's cytogenically frozen balls. Holla! When your dad tells you to wrap up your younger brother's speech at his wedding just because you made a joke about his hockey friend from Canada from boarding school to make himself at home and hit somebody. Zevon lives. Holla! So Jim Carrey can paint him as an alt-right hired goon in Charlottesville who looked like a rejected Sears catalog model extra from 88 with a tiki torch signed by Mike Love and the Beach Boys after Kokomo broke big. Holla! Gen X comedian roars on. Thank you very much! Doesn't that humorless bullying behavior serve as another glaring extension of dad's imposed assholeish reach over your life again? Whenever you dare to make a joke about the media manipulated machine who call the election early for Mr. Groper soon after? Holla! For the knowledge and facts with the Hillary's fucking twist long time. Apatow, you blow all out too. Holla! Thank you very much. When your dad tells you to wrap up your brother's speech at his wedding because you made an Antifa joke, it means 
He's an asshole. And that it's your job to make sure that you don't enable your children to become dependent, druggy fuck-ups like your younger brother who makes Hunter Biden look like a serial slacker underachiever in comparison. Holla! But seriously, America, God, Lahore, Pakistan, how does Antifa celebrate Mother's Day? What do they do? Enlighten me. How do they celebrate the best of their love for mom? What do they do? Take out the trash and move out of the house for good? Holla! Stuart, I still don't want a ball tickle from you ever. Holla! Thank you! Very much. When I was bullied for being a knock-knee putz, who couldn't run straight at the Y when I was five years old by Brian Brick, it wasn't because he suffered from low self-esteem issues. It was because Brian Brick, similar to my dad, was being an intentional, mean-spirited prick. Ah! At five years old, did Brian Brick possess enough self-awareness to wallow in self-hatred? Before Enhoni Battelle, no look of herself, nose earring, wasn't doing her any banger pretty favors either. Ha! At five years old, did Brian Brick possess enough self-awareness to wallow in self-hatred before Enhoni Battelle, no look of herself, refused to play a proposed game of spin the bottle? Years later, because his bad breath face never faded away like poker face pop. On the Spurs, for that matter. Ha! David Robinson lives. When Eric Shire, out of the freaking blue, calls you ugly. We're flippant. Matter of fact, get the wool by the Bulls authority. Because he looks like a chiseled Asian Latino Bruce Lee. Why are you still an awkward, still having a puberty 8th grader? Who was sweaty and gross at the gym class wearing a Bon Jovi shirt from the New Jersey tour. You're left with a distinct impression. The highly popular. That might be overstating it. But so popular. Upperclassman, wrestler. Never shrunk from flexing. His in-your-face manhood. Whenever given the opportunity to do so. Such ceaseless, unflappable ease. Because of low self-worth, demoralizing issues either. Holla! For the stay-at-home female comedian, Hala, who has no problem speaking in endless sentences of sparkling A-plus hilarity. It's not my fault that you can't keep up with my gender-fluid flow. If you're having an issue keeping up, Hala, thank you very much. Why? Can't bullies be bullies because their fathers are assholes too. Like Biff's dad or the O'Doyle head patriarch and flannel or Draymond Green's low blow hitting dad during Thanksgiving when he'd insist on calling Larry the Legend the great white soap or Dwight Tom Chambers who scored 42 points by halftime in an NBA game in the 80s once as an uppity power forward with less legendary ups than his old maid. Holla! Tom Chambers lives 20,000 career points plus. Still on the 
Hall of Fame. So much for white privilege. Thank you very much. <laughs> and why is telling your kids to fight fire with fire after they get bullied? Bad counterbullying intelligence, good men project contributor. You already let the good men project bully you into publishing your premium brain power thought piece on medium annoying counterbullying advice for free because you're too much of a pussy cook to ever fight back against your disapproving dad or wife or ex-friends on stage who called you a shelter bum since you became a stay-at-home dad against your free will in the first place. At least I fight back through books and 100 plus comedy records. <laughs> since my wife threatened to kick me out of the house away from my three comedy by children, otherwise known as the Kosherian comedians, if I ever gave my kids the common cold to COVID through refusing to wear a mask in public like Michael Jackson's kid on holiday in Bahrain. Yesterday, my daughter came back from school upset because a group of TikTok twats in the fifth grade made an insult video. They called my daughter Bossy. And her friends, nasty names. She didn't bother repeating. The daughter says, the girl Stephanie who made the video already has boobs bigger than mommy, daddy. And I said, so Stephanie only has breast dots too? Ah! What dad wants his daughter to grow breast buds unless it gives you a woody, woody? Ah! I yell at my wife and say, why does our daughter at 10 years old already have breast buds? Wife says, Matilda and her best friend Shannon are actually the last girls in their class to get breast buds. And I say, then why haven't your breast buds sprouted yet? Boom shakalaka, unholy father. Thank you very much. I told my daughter, if these TikTok twats insist on calling you bossy again, then just call their moms unhuggable cunts who most likely voted for the privilege of paying $100 to fill up their SUVs. So more than ever, they're dumpy, blah-brain moms are resenting their daughter's useless, money-sucking, parasitical existence. Who offers less joy? The Michelle Obama on the Tina Turner parody remake as a creative consultant on the set of What's Talent Got to Do With It? Holla! Joan Lives. Which reminds me, I was at Target and I saw Michelle Obama's new book in the Target trash bin, Reach Higher, and I thought, Bill Maher just got a stiffy. Holla! Thank you very much! But receiving bullying advice from someone not strong at drowning out the sound of cyberbullying like Kevin Durant is dumb. That's like paying Perez Hilton 50 bucks for a dating hack tip on how to unlock a bra. Surprised. Big Tech hasn't developed a counter-bully app knowing most of the nerds like Goodwill Hoodie, a.k.a. Ziffy Zook, became coders to hang up on ex-Chuck bullies turned IT headhunters for a living who still wear Penn State hoodies on Casual Friday. The show School Spirit Never Dies, despite the ultimate bully in charge. Never using his power to call pass interference on Sandusky. God forbid. Ha! Last piece of counterbullying advice I give to my daughter is this. Matilda, if a boy calls your bossy, just say, whatever, little Hitler. Call your fag hag Eva, whatever her last name is, next time. Your herpes sores, flare your desire to annihilate. And if a girl calls you bossy, just say, whatever you say, Ellen, at least I'm not friends with W, because regardless of giving 
PTSD, 2000s of vets, Agile Line 9-11 happened on his watch, the queen of daytime, Agile's comedy is pro-Bush, all the way, Sinatra lives, holla, JFK lives too, he was taken out by the military industrial complex, bullies, who wanted to prolong the war in Vietnam and keep the Bush controlled, CIA in power, holla, curse Camelot lives, I'm not going to say that's what they deserve for disinviting Frank after he built the home for JFK and after he deferred to his bullying father, but it didn't help his cause. Ha! Thank you! Very much! <laughs> Banger. Pretty. Holla! And Honey Patel, not fucking included. Thank you! Very much. Maya. Angelo wrote this quote. The more you use it, the more creativity you have. Holla. And give a holla for Katie King. My summer wind in Chatham, Cape Cod, Kennedy country. Who introduced me to Maya. Who... Made me realize that I, that being Katie King, made me realize I had the capacity to make someone happy. That was before my three glorious co-sharing comedians' children were born. So, thank you, Katie, very much. Holla! You were the opposite of annoying, and I could have spent every second with you the rest of my life. Holla! Licking your feet every second, and uh, your 36 scrumptious tits. Oh, I mean, how do you not freaking... Explode with juices of joy on top of those melons or inside you. That long, silky blonde hair. My freaking chest. Yeah, I made it. I, I made an effort, Katie, to try to revitalize it when I surprised you all driving across country. And I wrote you the letters. And we had that kiss when I saw you driving across country. Thor, my schlong, as you know. I didn't have a name for him back then. But he literally, like, elevated you, like, during the spot. So it was definitely the real thing. So, but like Willie Nelson says, folks. You know, the entire music industry wouldn't exist if we all ended up with our first loves. So, Katie King, love you forever. Holla! Thank you very much! 80s Guidos don't get the respect they deserve for being the pioneering metrosexuals of their day. Similar to 80s Guidos, Fettuccine Alfredo is the writer's empty 80s filler whose popularity is regulated to cheesy 80s taste devoid of any penetrating level of deepness whatsoever. But Heather was perceptive enough to know that everyone wanted to fuck her over, including Christian Slater as Dexter meets James Dean as a metrosexual marble man and Heather's Gen X comedian just getting his yak pipes warmed up. Holla! After Heather's framed suicide in Heather, she becomes more popular than ever. And I like to do the same thing for Fettuccine Alfredo. Since its premature death in the 80s before Dr. Atkins and the Keto Guy formed a carb-free suicide bomb squad attack on old-school Italian pasta dish which dared to inch in on their healthier, happier, superior plane of existence for ever! Holla! Janine Garofalo, suck on it too. Thank you very much! But how often is your homemade cauliflower steak at home inspiring your nurse wife to proclaim, this is restaurant quality, and I don't have to blow 27 bucks for the banger pretty balsamic glaze on top. Holla! Funny enough, Fagala. Thank you very much! 
You want to add more fiery soul to your 80s fettuccine Alfredo of yesteryear without inflaming your appendix by matching April blow counts with Christian Slater in 89 when Hunter Biden, a.k.a. Sir Snored a lot, only heard last call from the bathroom stall. Then draw inspiration from larger-than-life artists like Maya Angelou by trusting your rapidly rewarding improv instincts on the page or in the kitchen or on this fucking hilarious comedy record. Ha! And throw in some colored spice in the form of diced up red Fresno peppers because modernization can be made sexy again when Dawn Good, Neil Diamond, Jewish Elvis lives. Ha! Last waltz forevermore. Give thanks and praises. Bob Marley lives to chefs such as Maria Batelli who inspired you to mix pasta dishes. More varied levels of chili, pepper, infused spice. That gives sustained stiffage to our days before he'd inhale his sous chef's hair from behind to absorb the essence of her red Sonia hair's pulverized speck fennel spit roasting on a mound of porchetta wafted through the air. Lupa lives. Ha! Bourdain, too. Thank you very much! But don't stop saying yes to she she bitch enrichment there. Why not? Pull more inspiration from other large and in charge chef personalities, such as James Beard and Blanche Asparagus Tips with some bottom peeled off parts to take this banger pretty deep fettuccine Alfredo into Flavortown, USA. That much. Hiya! Sliced on lives. Hiya! And if 80s Guido's never feared rocking more pink stripes than a banker of Barclays today, that actually still work in the city. <laughs> Then trust your developing gut instinct and throw in some baby spinach greens to add more flavor, rich deepness to your ooh-la-la supreme medley of carb-rich heaven that's here to stay. Gershwin Brothers live. Ha-ha! Because prior you thought my mixture of organic heavy cream, grass-fed butter from Vermont, and measure plopping of leftover imported pecorino which is begging for more green goddess goodness galore to soak up all the high-end cheesy grandeur that your banger pretty fettuccine alfredo dish had to offer, and using freshly made fettuccine from a local Italian grocery store is a no-brainer like Christian Slater hosting his own fucking podcast already called Pump Up the Volume, Lives, Bitches, Holla, Gen X comedian in the zone of all zones, thank you very much, I have no problem being the cheerleading team for 80s Guido Nation, represent, represent, or for memories of fettuccine Alfredo. During our family cornbread European vacation to Italy in 98. In fact, fettuccine Alfredo was the only dish my younger brother ordered throughout our trips to Florence, Rome, and along the Amalfi Coast. Still, I don't recall those batches almost taking my breath away either, to the point where I felt supercharged about the mind melding possibilities of do it yourself creativity again. Bourdain shines on. Ah! So that's why my conceptual humorous. So, what's my conceptual humorous? Point of view, McSweeney's drab, lifeless satire on your site sucks out loud. Long time, and Guido's drunk on 10,000 Zimas retelling their glory days in Cancun in 89 are 10 times funnier than anything your garbage site is capable of spewing while desperately trying, while desperately straining to achieve real finding people, respectability in this world or the next. Holla! Last, make your dishes more banger pretty through dressing them up as if you like to fuck it with your mouth whole. I stick my dick 
that being Thor, and this fettuccine Alfredo at the tip of my beautiful circumcised dick possessed more sensitive taste buds than the tip of my tongue did. I can't take no more! Dice lives! Ha! Last, Maya Angelou said, people always remember the way you make them feel. So make the extra effort to make a homemade dish made with love. Extra banger pretty for those you love the most. This much we still have control over in this sick, twisted world. We can't make our high schools and elementary schools a better place to be through Hollis' satirical posts about gun control on McSweeney's, but we can make the ones we love at home feel securely loved and ultra special inside by giving them the extra good loving they deserve. And the only one preventing you from doing so is you, which is a wonderful, empowering, bond-rich place to be. This one's for John Lennon. That is the original rock star stay-at-home dad. Liverpool lip shines on. Roll on, John. Holla! Thank you! Very much.